This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGTZ, and with me today, I have Laser Kid. Yo! Also with us today is Allison. I am back by popular fan demand. And also with us today is a new guest, J-Mac. I'm here, but not by popular demand. Hello. <laughs> Who are you? I'm a stranger. He's, he's a total stranger. Totally. Totally not friends with uh, Laser No, 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 we're not friends at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I never met enemies, this actually. guy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how are you all doing today? I am doing I fantastic. Am not a bad day. Not a bad day at all. Yeah, same for me too. Just kind of a pretty regular day. Aside from watching some good old Demon Slayer. I mean, I mean that that's always an improvement though. Yeah, Demon Slayer makes everything better. But uh, today we have to talk about episode 12 of Demon Slayer, the English dub. And this is a pretty big one. A lot of uh, major stuff happens in this episode. Yes. Such as? A lot of fighting. A lot of fighting and hilarious interactions. And and not so hilarious interactions. The feeble Toonami audience who only wants fighting will be pleased this week. Yes. Yes, probably. All the people who complained early on that Demon Slayer doesn't have enough action, they were all wrong. Welcome to Inosuke. Inosuke gives you all the action you need. Yes, please. Always. <laughs> you can stab While me. gleefully just laughing. I mean, yes. He can stab me with those swords if he wants to. <laughs> Speaking of Inosuke, though, that uh, basically transitions us into kind of the beginning of episode 12 where Inosuke has smashed through like the room that he's appeared in in the mansion screaming coming through and now he's trying to fight the drum demon and they decide he's going to step on Tariko because you know as you I do think he just, I think he just lands on her yeah he kind of lands on her but then he doesn't move his foot as you do he with your Inosuke he basically just uses her as like a footstool as you'd expect from Inosuke because that's what Inosuke, Inosuke does. Is Inosuke. Yeah. You can't classify him any other way. He's just the Inosuke. He's so cool, <laughs> yes. man. I love him. Unfortunately, Tanjiro's anti-Inosuke, and he gets mad at him for stepping on Teruko. Because you can't step on young children. That's a big no-no. I mean, let's be real here. For, wait, for, wait, it's for, a big no-no? Well, shit, I, I better not admit to anything now. <laughs> Me neither. I'm questioning what you guys do in your free time. No, no small children were harmed ever, I promise. <laughs> I do not He's like lying. being implicated in this. <laughs> He's probably lying. I don't Laser, I've bought the plane tickets. We're going to leave the country for a little bit. All right, all right. All They'll right. never find us. It's all right. It's, it's fine. It was, it's fine. It was only that one time. It was only that one time. You know, They'll, 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 they'll never catch me alive. Ha ha ha. Can I go too? I like to be on the lamb. But yeah, Tondro's basically the mom of the main characters. Let's just be real here. Yeah, he really is. He he is the family man. Good boy. Even if he does tend to make promises that he can't always keep. Like this, I know this isn't this episode, but the episode before, I think it was, 
when he promised the kids that he would save their brother. I'm like, no, don't do that. No, no, don't do that ever. Because then if the brother's dead, you've just lied to them. It's almost like you saw anime before, strange man. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like I've watched my fair share. Yeah, Tatanjiro definitely kind of embodies like the usual battle shown in optimism of a protagonist. Kind of to a fault. Yes. But that's what makes him so endearing. Besides, that's what Zenitsu is there for, to balance that out. Yeah, we need a tiny complaining scumbag in the corner. It balances everything out. I mean, speaking of which, he does, most of what he does in this episode is scream. Um, I mean, not as bad as last time, but still, yeah. I mean, there, there is a brief, like, 20-second period in which he does something amazing. But we'll, talking about plot synopsis, we'll get there later. Yeah, so after Tanjiro and Inosuke kind of argue a bit... The drum demon starts attacking them again, but then suddenly the room just completely changes and Tanjiro and Inosuke are separated. Yeah, but I think prior to that, it might be important to point out that uh, Tanjiro has already started to figure out the drums by that point. Yeah, he's starting to notice that, like, the drums are kind of linked to certain movements in, like, the mansion. Yeah, and then a drum that's not attached to the demon, like, he hears a drum... And then they get separated. Like, but the demon didn't hit a drum. Yeah, so it was like another drum somewhere caused this movement, which Mm -hmm. makes everything all the more interesting. And this is the one that seems to teleport them, which has happened before a few times. Stupid, Mm. sexy bongo demon. You can blame Stephen J. Bloom for that. Yeah, Steve Bloom makes everything sexy. Yeah, so does Suave. So what you're saying is if Steve Bloom's played um, Muzan, I think we'd all no, just that's die. Like, like I said, if okay, like it would just be like in an alternate reality where that happened, that would be an overdose of extreme powerful sexiness. Yeah, I mean Muzan is already pretty sexy. I I remember the first time I saw him, I'm like, oh, what's this knockoff Michael Jackson doing in my anime? <laughs> hey, look, we got another Why Michael Jackson joke, see Lord. I don't get it. I mean, it's the hat, Allison. It's always it's the hat. Absolutely the hat. It's the hat and the hair. Yeah, he has a like parting like in his hair that like looks like Michael Jackson. Watch Thriller, and you'll know. I mean, I do. It's just like I don't really make or that connection criminal. automatically. I just see a big, scary, yeah. sexy demon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what happens next in the story? Yes. <laughs> 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 I mean, I agree. (laughs) I agree that we've got a scary, sexy demon. But (laughs) so we get teleported to basically middle of nowhere, and Tundra's looking around, and oh, look, fun times! It's a dead body. Let's not look at it, and not let Tarka look at it. Don't traumatize the child. Let's go the other way. Don't look back. We need to focus forward. There's no dead body behind us, or anything like that. Yeah, it's no, not Hunter x Hunter. We're fine. Let's make her walk directly to the body and touch it, and then dance on it. Good idea. Honestly, huge props to Tanjiro for actually keeping his cool during that moment. Like, yes. I mean, yeah, I would not have done as well, for sure. Mm-hmm. Any other shonen character would probably scream a lot about it. <sighs> well, that's what, that, I mean, that's what Zenitsu is for. Zenitsu's there for that. We, we have the counterbalance. Zenitsu is our helping up. Yeah. I feel it's like a, everyone in this show okay. is It's okay. Unlike like, most shonen screamers, he's actually cute. See, I feel like 
this anime has a lot of the p- characters who are their shonen characteristic to a fault. Zenitsu is a screamer to a fault. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. He's still cute, though. But anyways, Tanjiro and uh, Teriko are now kind of trying to navigate the mansion with Tanjiro's smell. He's trying to, like, all the different smells that he's, like, detecting in the mansion, he's trying to, like, track one of them down to find where the other drum is coming from. And they come across the uh, older brother that he was looking for, Kiyoshi, who's holding the drum. And he's about to slap the drum, but then we pan over to Zenitsu. Who is screaming? Yes. Yeah. One thing that stood out to me about that moment was that Tanjiro noticed by the unique smell of blood. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we can smell different blood types. Yeah, that actually could come into play for what we find out later, too. Yeah. Yeah, anyways, Zenitsu screaming. (laughs) Zenitsu screaming! And uh, Shoichi's like, because dude, you're you're, you're 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 harshing my vibe here, Zenitsu. You're making me nervous now. Stop it. You're harshing my mellow man. Yeah, man. I love how Zenitsu's also like, we have to be quiet while while screaming. Yeah, we have to be quiet. <laughs> oh it's called a, Zenitsu. This is called a self fulfilling prophecy. You're creating it. I mean, in a world where demons are eating people's flesh and bones, I can't really blame them for being really insanely nervous. I I mean, yeah. But to the extent where he is, where he's screaming everything, including the words, We have to be quiet! I think part of it... He is very stressed because he saw a dead body. He also is aware, more aware than most about demons, uh, and yet also feels powerless. Yeah, but all this screaming probably got the attention of the demon that shows up here. Oh, that that demon! That that demon was like, "Oh, hi, dinner time." That probably that probably has a side gig in hentai. Oh um, gosh! Considering how long that tongue is, I would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I bring you. What did you expect? This is about what I expected, actually. <laughs> um. Something that I actually really liked about this was Zenitsu was all going, ah, you can't eat me, I'm skin and bones. You also can't eat the kid, he's also skin and bones, he wouldn't be very good for you, I'm sure. It's like, well, at least he's looking out for the kid and not just himself. That's a step up of what we've seen last time. That doesn't really last for long, though. No, but it's it's just, it's something I noticed. Yeah, because they start, like, running away while Zenitsu's still, like, crying and screaming and at one point he just like can't go any further and he tells, he tells uh, uh shuichi to just leave him yeah and shuichi shuichi and i i commented this to laser kid when we were watching it, i'm like this child has more mental fortitude like the more mental capacity to be a demon slayer than freaking zenitsu he might as well just take the sword from zenitsu and just <laughs> do the job himself right just take it and say, Bonkai! Wait, wrong wrong manga. Wrong anime. Shitty anime. <laughs> Shots fired. And taken. I'll admit, though, she goes Ooh. pretty hot, though. Uh, yes. Eventually, Zenitsu just kind of passes out in fear. Yeah, like, the demon gets closer to them, and, like, Zenitsu just goes into sleep mode. He got tired from all out. the screaming and stress. Like, from the outside looking in, it was really weird, because, like, the child was like, what the hell just happened? He just fell asleep. What is wrong? Because the, the demon's tongue, I think, touched him. I don't remember what it was that happened. But, like, the, 
Or the de- no, the demon said, I will suck your brains out through your ears. And that caused Zenitsu to faint. I mean, Zenitsu was also panicking about wanting to protect Shoichi, but not being able to, but also how terrible it would be if, if he doesn't, because Shoichi would die, and he's so young, and it wouldn't be right for him to die, and, like, he's definitely got a moral compass on him, at least. Yeah, there's a good side to Zenitsu behind all the scumminess. In a lost puppy kind of way. That's pretty accurate for things I know. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's asleep. Sleepy boy. Yeah, and the demon basically just starts getting closer to Shoichi, but then suddenly one of its appendages gets cut off. It, yeah, it, 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 well, he cuts off the tip of its tongue. Yes, and so so uh, it's not doing that psychic anymore, J-Mac. Yeah, and the child is just... The, the, it's fine. The, the kid's reaction was great. Oh yeah, he's like, what? What the crap is going on? I mean, that that's kind of the, uh, the reaction I'd say the audience probably has. Yeah, I love how the little detail, though, you can see that uh, Zenitsu, the sleeping Zenitsu, like slightly opened his like sword hilt. Like he just did a very tiny motion to cut off the uh, demon's like tip of the tongue. And then we have one of the most badass things I've I've ever seen. Thunder breathing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sleeping Zenitsu gets up and actually does his job for once. Yes. It's a Christmas miracle. Yes. It is a Christmas miracle, a Hanukkah miracle, a Kwanzaa miracle, and it will be for the next decade. Yeah, Zenitsu decided, hey, I might as well get all my presents out of the way for the next decade. See, this one strike is going to just solve it all. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wakes up and has no idea what happened. Yeah, he thinks, like, Shoichi did, like, the job. Yeah, Shoichi, why didn't you tell me you were so strong? Shoichi should have. Shoichi should have just stolen the sword and been like, you know what, bitch? I'm doing this myself. (laughs) You won't shut up. And this is is Shoichi's origin story, and the rest of the anime is about him. (laughs) (laughs) Demon Slayer Gaiden, Shoichi's Great Adventure. Yeah, we basically got introduced to Zenitsu's gimmick here. He is super strong when he's asleep. It makes sense later. Interesting. I'm glad it makes sense later. It does. I mean, I, I wouldn't need it to make sense ever, because I think even without it making sense, it's amazingly awesome and hilarious at the same time. It's an interesting dichotomy. Yeah, after Zenitsu and uh, Shoichi are kind of safe now, we pan over to Inosuke, who is kind of just <laughs> running all over the place. And Bryce is having way too much fun with this role. Oh my god, in hell. He's also apparently been trapped in this place for three days. Which is kind of insane. I mean, yeah. have you met NFK? He's kind of insane too. <laughs> yes, that, that is definitely the uh, the impression I get. He's just like laughing manically as he's running down through, but then like, ah, I hate these cramp rooms. And then a fist, and then a fist comes around the corner. The fist that he like literally just stops short at. But I feel like I'm feeling stealing V Lord's job here. So continue. <laughs> Yeah, so the fist of this, like, super thick demon comes. <laughs> thick with three C's and a Q. Yeah, it's like, it, it's a big boy. Oh, he's a big boy. <laughs> Inosuke clearly likes thick boys, because he just goes straight at the demon. And he wants something that, to cut up into tiny pieces, like a good boy. And tells, and tells him, oh, you can revel in your death, then. He's like, oh, well, okay, Inosuke. 
You also notice when he's like screaming his technique name, which is like beast breathing, he mentions that it's like a self-made technique. Like he didn't learn it from anyone. Because of self-taught style, I believe. Yeah. Because of course. Because of course it is. He's a smart boy who can teach himself. Yeah, Inosuke needs no man to teach him how to cut things. My god. (laughs) Yeah, Inosuke kills the thick demon rip thick demon and yeah inosuke keeps being inosuke and running all over the place i love that one so much and he's not a homicidal maniac bryce's performance during this entire sequence is also just like amazing oh god it was great like i i had questions that initially and then last time i was and this time it's he's great it's funny because sometimes I'll like listen to a voice actor's role, and like even though they do an amazing job, it's like I wonder if they had fun with this. Bryce definitely had fun with this. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely had fun with Inosuke. Yeah, like I, I thought as much considering he changed his profile picture on Twitter to Inosuke, but like he's really having fun with it. Just oh, yeah. shows up to the next. Can you just blame him? Inosuke's kind of like a- in Inosuke cosplay. <laughs> I couldn't put it past him. Can you blame him? Inosuke is kind of like a high boy, but in an action series. I guess he kind of is. He also has all the muscles for it. Anyways, after Inosuke does his uh, good old Inosuke stuff, we then pan over to the drum demon Kyogai, who goes a little bit into his backstory. Yes, and what an interesting backstory it is. Yeah, so apparently Kyogai was the former lower rank... Six Kizuki. Um, but like apparently he stopped getting stronger, so Muzan fired him. Yeah, like he was eating a human, and Muzan's like, Oh, why'd you stop? And like, I think it's because Kizuki had just realized he wasn't getting stronger. And yeah, it was, it made me kind of feel for him, even though like it's just like, Okay, I know you're an evil dick waffle, but why do I feel bad for you? <laughs> Yeah, you're getting used to it. Yeah, that, that's what Demon Slayer is good at, making you feel sorry for even the worst of people. For, it was like, I felt sorry for him not being able to be as evil as he could have been. It's like, why do I feel bad for that? Am I a terrible person? <laughs> it's the power of Stephen J. Bloom's voice, giving Kyogai the voice he needs. I mean, yes, and yes. <laughs> um, that's all I But it's say. also just Demon Slayer, like... It's really, as stated by Vlord, it's really going to make you feel bad for the demons. Yeah, it's like the Hunter Hunter arc with the ants. Oh boy, Hunter Hunter and the Chimera ant arc, and oh, I'm not touching up with the temple pole. So we get back Actually, to, to uh, Kill Guy, Kill Guy, and he's kind of going. Uh, after we get that, he's like, he wants some monachi. We don't really have an explanation, but but he's kind of grumbling about wanting the Marachi. Yeah, he's going to seek out a human that has the Marachi. I volunteer yes. tribute. Um, we then, though, pan back again to Tanjiro and everyone. And now uh, Teruko has reunited with uh, her older brother, Kiyoshi, and they give like a nice uh, heart-filled reunion. And then Tanjiro brings out his super ointment that he got from Rokodaki to help uh, heal uh, Kyoshi's wounds. And the animation style changes to the little goofy... He's such a dork. Damn it, Tanjiro, I love you so much. Yeah, that that face is beautiful. Oh my gosh, Tanjiro is a, like, sometimes a hard hardcore badass, and other times an innocent cinnamon roll. 
That's like, about right. I mean, and the, uh, that, that's all that I realize that also describes Nezuko to like a T. Uh, yeah. I, I, I still love Nezuko in, in, in that house, just kind of laying on the oh ground and scooting around. The face that it gave her was the best. Like with all the two dots for an eye. Just, oh my gosh. Anyway, tangent. So, yeah, we, we um, Tondro asks what happened, and we find out that. The from two the now, of all things. Well, not yet. Oh, and we find out okay. from that that uh, he got the drum uh, be- and escaped because two other demons also wanted to eat him. Pro tip: the two demons that are now dead. Yes. And, and one of them the got the, de- the, the drum off of the b- big bad guy, kill guy. That, that sec- yeah, and I mean, and but, but sexy, sexy drum demon had been complaining about these two demons already. Yes. Um. For a couple, for since last episode, actually. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, Kyoshi got the drum, and he's been kind of just hopping rooms for a bunch to survive. Yeah. Every time that door opens, he just boom. A good strategy. I mean, yeah. It kept him alive. Such a a good strategy that Tanjiro tells him to do it until he calls their thing. Yes. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Here. You are getting ahead of yourself, but now we can talk about the uh, Pokedex powers of the Katsugai Crow. What that are the crow. Pokedex powers of Katsugai Crow? When so that crow just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> and then gives a TED talk on Marachi. Marachi? What's, what's a, what's a Marachi? I'm the Katsugai Crow, and I'm going to tell you all about what Marachi is! And then we learn basically that it's O positive. And I, the only reason I know that it's O positive is because he talked about it's a, like the rarest blood type. And I, because I'm me and I know random facts, I know O positive is the rarest blood type. So basically, a demon eating a Maruchi would be, a single Maruchi would be like eating a hundred humans. So they're like a delicacy to demons. Yeah, like the Maruchi from how the Kaskai Crow explains it is like a rare blood type that's like really rich for the demons and will make them super powerful. And this brings in why, like, the reason, um, Tanjiro smelled that. Tanjiro smelled that different blood. I didn't catch that. Good catch. Yeah. He, he, he could smell that different blood type, which I thought was really interesting. The power of Tanjiro the Bloodhound strikes again. His all-powerful Dogo powers. I wonder if the different blood types have different tastes. Clearly, we need to get a demon to try them out. Yeah, well, we can do it ourselves. We get the demon cooking show. Ah, yes. Well, this blood tape is is better tasting. Demon this food worse. Demon food worse. Yes, please. Oh, I oh, need gosh. this in my life. So this blood type <laughs> is a little too acidic for my tastes, and there's too much tan I mean, in this one. But I'm almost certain that there were two vampires in Helsing Ultimate who were talking about differences in blood type to taste, and that how O negative was like a delicious taste. I love Helsing. That sounds like Helsing to me. That would not surprise me. Yeah, right before they get like absolutely murdered. Yeah, <laughs> I mean uh, that 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 would also be Helsing. That also sounds like Helsing. <laughs> yes. Anyways, uh, after uh, the Cosky Crow kind of explains uh, what Marchi is to everyone, uh, Kyo Guy starts coming near the room. So Tanjiro decides that he has to go fight him. And as we mentioned before, he tells Kyoshi and Teriko to stay in the room and just bang the drum if anyone comes near. A very solid strategy. Mm-hmm. 
and he said that he would call their names before opening the door so that they would Ooh, excuse me. Yeah, he also said he'd find them by their smell as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, so pretty solid plan there. So then yeah. Tanjiro then basically heads over to where Kyogai is. Yeah, because he says, he says, bang that drum right as soon as I leave the room. And they do. Kyogai was, Kyogai was right outside the room at that point. Oh, it was some brilliant Kyogai. animation, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's... That's this whole show, like, man. As soon as he was out the door, the door they just managed to like in a frame just change it. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it all just flows really well together. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, like props to Ufo Table. Everything Ufo Table does is beautiful. And <laughs> th- this episode ended on a cliffhanger, but it was a satisfying cliffhanger. It wasn't a JoJo cliffhanger. Are you saying Jojo cliffhangers are unsatisfying, good sir? They're they're okay, awesome, sorry. but they leave you wanting like you go no. Sorry, I should I should change my I should change my statement. They, they, it wasn't a One Punch Man season two cliffhanger. Some of those legitimately made me mad. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this episode kind of ends off at a good point. Like Tanjiro starts realizing, like, okay, each one of these drones is controlling a specific. Uh, command to move the mansion around, and he like kind of memorizes each different drum and like what it does. Yeah, and he's still bouncing around on his injured leg, and he says a comment that really, really stuck with me. He said, "My body wasn't just broken, but my spirit was broken, or something like that." Yeah, before that, he was even begging for help, which is what made him pull himself out of it. Actually, as he yeah, remembered his training. He, yeah, like he he's reminded of like what a Rokodaki uh said about water breathing and like how it's like kind of free flowing in like motion and like yeah that kind of gives him the confidence like despite his injuries and despite his concerns of like okay what if i mess up and then get hit by uh the drum demon's attacks how will i ensure that i'm okay and like this kind of gives him the confidence to be like okay i'm just gonna rush in there and do what i know i can do my favorite moment of the entire episode Zenitsu crying in his head, and he's like, get out of my head! Oh my gosh, yes! Oh my gosh, I felt that. I felt it. Don't be a Zenitsu. Please don't. Being a Zenitsu is bad for you. Five out of five doctors agree. Not everyone can fight in their sleep, so being a Zenitsu is just not healthy. Yeah, if if you can fight in your sleep, then be a Zenitsu. But if you can't fight in your sleep, then don't you dare. And even if you can fight in your sleep, Probably consider being someone other than Zenitsu. I still think they hate overblown, to be honest, but that's just me. I mean, we haven't really gotten into any of the big part of the fight yet, but it's been a lot of good setup and a lot of good emotional moments. Oh yeah, no, like the storytelling. So I, I'm 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 a writer, amateur writer, but anyway, I yeah, can't but... help but watch things from a writer's point of view. Yeah, and every episode of Demon Slayer, I've been impressed with the way they set things up, the way they just do things. It's awesome. I definitely agree with that, because I'm in the same boat as you. (laughs) Like, Demon Slayer does a good job of really, like, establishing everything kind of piece by piece in a way that feels kind of just very cohesive and naturally flowing, which is what I really like about it. And there's so many specific details, especially in stuff that's, like, even explained way later in the series that is hinted at or, like, alluded to, like, in the beginning of the story. Like, everything, all the groundwork is there from the beginning. I have crackpot theories that that make Felord laugh because he's ahead of me in the manga. 
they never forget things. There are so many other shows that I that I enjoy, but it's like they'll forget things that they they that they'll forget that they set something up that could have been the solution to the problem. So then they add like a stupid solution to the problem that ends up hamstringing the whole series. And it's like, really, guys, it was going great until this point. You guys had something set up in episode one, <clears throat> you know? Right. Yeah. They don't. They don't waste a single thing that they set up in this show, and I love that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, speaking of like, I guess just like little like hints and drops that they have even in this episode. Uh, during like the kill guy like flashback, um, when he's like kind of reminded of all his like fellow Kizuki, all the silhouettes that you see in that one still frame of the flashback are all the character designs of Kizuki members that will appear later in the series. Even ones that don't appear in the season, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that they... I mean, I, I know Inosuke is their one thing that they ne- didn't do ahead of time. But I'll forgive them, because Inosuke is... Inosuke. Oh. Inosuke is, in the moment, in design and in thought. So I can forgive it. <laughs> right, Inosuke wasn't shown as a, one of the people that survived the initial uh, exams. But then later, they kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, huff, huff. If you If you remember, though... When uh, the leader of the Demon Stars or the person who is like counting up um, how many people passed, like they mention one extra person in that number. So that's kind of the hint there. That, but yeah, we don't see him otherwise. Yeah. I mean, it, it was the only, it's like the only nitpick I have, but it's not even really a nitpick because I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't, it, it's so good that I don't care. Nosuke is just so perfect that it doesn't matter. Yes, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than Inosuke is Inosuke. Welcome to the Inosuke fan club. Oh, he's, he's very popular around here. He is probably the most popular of the anime only Kimetsu Slayer podcast. I feel even in the manga community, though, like Inosuke is kind of the person who like gets the most like love. I think it helps that he has such a unique design. Like, who else is running around with a boar head? I, I don't see that in Naruto. No, you don't. I, I don't see that anywhere. Yeah, Naruto's old news. All about Boruto now, man. Yeah, but you don't see that in Boruto either. Yeah. And a boar is in the name, but um. <laughs> Shots fired. Well, I was going off like the Boruto. Bad pun. Yes. <laughs> Moving back to Demon Slayer, though. Um, we talked a lot about uh. Bryce's uh, performance as a Nosuke already. Overall, I think it was just really good. I think all any skepticism I had about him being cast as a Nosuke is kind of gone at this point. Same. Like, he, he owned this role. He, he's got it. I, I got no questions left. Me too. It's just that for Japanese one still. I don't know why. I mean, you, you, tend to per- you tend to prefer the Japanese cast generally, so that's okay. You're allowed. I will say it is pretty different from how they cast Inosuke in Japanese. Like, it's a very kind of different type of voice. Like, in the Japanese, like, Inosuke definitely is a lot more high-pitched and screechy, where Bryce is kind of going for a lower-pitched voice, but it still feels uh, in, in line with the character, which is what matters most. This is definitely a lot closer to what I had in mind when I was reading them. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, that reminds me of when I first watched Yu Yu Hakusho after reading the manga. The most jarring voice in that was Kuwabara's. Because it was not what I was expecting Kuwabara's voice. And then I learned that there was an OVA that was on the side of it. And that was the Kuwabara voice I expected. Uh, not an OVA, the, the movie, the second movie that well, was done movie, by yeah. uh, Central Park Media before Funimation had the license. Yeah. yeah. That was that my was introduction to you. Yeah, that was the Kuwabara oh, voice. I thought he meant the new OVA with a Japanese guest. No, no, neither of us have seen that yet. Not until they release it. Soon. Very soon. Yes. But uh, in terms of other performances, though, coincidentally, uh, Kiyoshi, the older brother in this episode, was voiced by Brandon uh, Winkler, who is a Yu-Gi-Oh! in SAL. I found it it amusing that both uh, Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh! were in, like, an episode of Demon Slayer, basically. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's a good way of thinking of it. It's kind of nice that they're in a good anime. Shots have been fired. Although I didn't like Alicization, so I might actually agree with you. <laughs> dun dun dun. The guy who normally likes sword art didn't. Oh shit. But yeah, um, any other thoughts about the episode, though? I thought it was really well paced, and it really gave attention to all of the characters get something out of each one. I really liked the it balance. Was, it was incredibly well paced. When it hit the end, I was surprised. Like, I'm like, holy crap, it's already been, you know, however long an episode is. Me when reading a volume of the manga. Yeah, I mean... Oh, gosh, yes. I feel like, especially, like, um, with these early, like, parts of Demon Slayer, the chapters and the manga are so dense that it kind of just naturally works at the pacing of their going. Like, this episode specifically adapted chapters uh, 22 and 23 of the manga, and it definitely takes some liberties, like, here and there, especially with the animation. Like, the animation is like, super dynamic compared to a lot of the panels in the manga. But all the dialogue and stuff is, like, roughly the same. Like, there's no scene that's overly extended, but there's just so much going on that it just naturally still works in that, like, kind of 20-minute format, which is kind of nice that it's it's being uh, naturally adapted in a way that feels right. I'd agree with that. Unlike motion and anime these days, always getting the weird pacing. It's not like the nightmare pacing at the early Black Clover episodes. Oh my god, Black Clover. Black Clover in general is just terrible, but Johnny Young Bosch is making it better. I mean, Black Clover's pacing now is pretty good. Johnny Young Bosch can croon sweet nothings in my ear all night. I'm just going to leave it at that. I will agree with that. Oh gosh, I love Johnny Young Bosch. He's a fun dude. Probably one of the few what? dub voice actors I stand. Like, when I heard his voice in, like, episode one, I think it was. Of, yeah, uh, like, for yes, Gi- as Giyu, yes. I'm like, yes, please. I think that's what made you really interested in the show to begin with. Kind of. I mean, I'd seen memes of it before, like, um, Tanjiro's face when Zenitsu was hugging his leg. That's a meme. Uh, you know, a the, lot the, of memes the, the with disgusting. Inosuke, I see. There are lots of Inosuke memes also, Yes. There's a lot of Inosuke everythings because Inosuke is a living meme. And Inosuke's hot. I stand a meme man. Inosuke can stab me with those crazy swords any day, man. But any other uh, thoughts? Muzon was interesting. Um, like, I I, I, I I, knew he was bad, but like, the fact that he was that awful to even his own, like, what were they called? The, the 12 Kizuki? Yeah, the Kizuki. The, the, the fact that he's even that bad to the Kizuki really says something about how much of an asshole Muzan really is. 
Yeah, he really kind of just thinks of all his, like, minions as just tools. And, like, when they, like, lose their purpose, he just throws them away. Like, he doesn't even, like, blink an eye when he, like, literally, like, puts that weird scar thing in, like, kill guys, like, eye. Yeah, and, like, he will lie to people and tell them they're part of the Kisaki. Yeah, that was something I was going to mention on that one. I completely forgot to. Yeah, uh, um, they they thought they were part of the Kisaki. He just lied to them. Yeah, like... Anything he can do to manipulate people is justified in his eyes. I mean, yeah, how else are you going to get minions to work hard unless you just tell them, hey, they're the big bad minions, you know? I mean, the thing is, he doesn't even think of them as people, though. They're just objects to him. Yeah. Like, he's, he's unlike any villain I've really ever seen. Like, most villains will have, like, a bo- some sort of bond with their uh, inner circle, so to speak. And it, it, it set up the Kisaki, it's the, his inner circle, and even they are just objects to him. Yeah, just they all basically disposable. shit their pants whenever he shows up, because he's all scary and evil. Like, they're completely disposable to him, because he can just go find another demon. Or make another demon, yeah. for that matter. And it's not like they can fight back against him, because if they try to, he can just immediately kill them. Yeah. Well, when you're I, super I like... strong like that, that's how life works, I guess. I like Muzan as a villain. I, I like. Oh, he's a fascinating villain. Me one. too. He really he's is. Yeah. Very well written. I mean, he's a self-centered jackass, but hey, that's what makes him a good villain. Totally. Bongo Demon's got some hot teeth. <laughs> he has sharp teeth. What? Shark teeth are good. Allison, do you want to get bit by the demon or something? Yes. I'm not <laughs> surprised about this. I'm not surprised. Just yeah. I'm not even sure if I'm disappointed. I'm just. I'm not like, disappointed either. It's just I, I have nothing for this anymore. It's like that line from uh, Anchorman. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. There you go. That's it. This this is why we should get IQ on Tsunami because then I won't stand crazy people. You would still stand crazy people. You would just stand that and IQ. And to be fair, IQ also has crazy people. So. I mean, I can guarantee Haikyuu doesn't have any demons or... Well, yeah, Haikyuu doesn't have mass murderers. Exactly. See? But they're That's still crazy why Haikyuu should be on TV. Clearly, we need to email Jason, tell him to get Haikyuu on Tanami so that Allison will stop lusting after psychopaths. But I guess... I think we've kind of drained all our thoughts on this episode. I, I think we have, <laughs> yes. So we, yeah. uh, we might as well plug your stuff and get out of here then. Laser, where can the good people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. And as always, I'm bouncing around on Discord on the Toonami Faithful uh, server. Awesome. And Allison, where can people find you? Uh, at Meowth900 on Twitter.com. I'm not usually horny most of the time for psychopaths, as I am on the podcast. I'm just letting you know now. Outside of Tsunami, I stand wholesome cinnamon rolls. This is what she says, but this is not what she does. And J-Mac, is there anywhere people can find you on the internet? So I'm on Twitter as J-Mac-a-freak. Like, J-Mac-a-freak. Um, but I'm pretty political on Twitter, so don't necessarily follow me there, unless you like politics. Um, elsewhere, for memes and shit, I'm on uh, TikTok. What's TikTok? It is, think Vine, but, Evil. like, yes. Think Vine, but, like, oh, mixed with musically, mixed with cringe, in some witch's potion, 
That sounds like a horror show, and I probably won't bother with you there. I make decent content. I hope. <laughs> I, I'll admit, I embrace I've it. I've seen some of the stuff there. It's pretty funny. I mean, I'll, I'll give you one of my jokes from there as a Hopefully. quick closing, I guess. I don't know. If Pixie yeah. Dust from Peter Pan was real, and it required happy thoughts to be able to fly, I would fly for probably about 10 seconds before plummeting to my death, only to be saved at the very last second because I'm so overjoyed that I'm about to die. Uh... Well, I mean, I expected that reaction from you because I'm not a psychopath, so... (laughs) 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 J-Max already picked up the pattern. He has. (laughs) But yeah, definitely follow all three of these folks, and yeah, give them some love. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ, where I am either reading manga, writing reviews, not sleeping, or doing all three at the same time. It is a very unhealthy lifestyle. Usually that last one from what I've seen, you poor poor soul. One day I'll get more sleep. Somehow. Somewhere. Someplace. Aside from Twitter, you can find my more manga-focused stuff over on uh, all-comic.com, as well as my more Tanami-focused content over on TanamiFaithful.com. And as far as the podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at dslayerpodcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash demonslayerpodcast, and on the Tommy Faithful site at tanamifaithful.com slash demonslayerpodcast. And the podcast is streaming on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we're there. So whatever you listen to podcasts on, subscribe, like our episodes, listen to them, and enjoy. Uh, But that about does it for this week. So we will see you guys later. Take care. Bye, bye. Don't die. Because if you die, then we won't have any listeners. Yeah, that would stink.